Welcome to Awaken to Grace. I'm Chad Robertson. Today is a special broadcast as I share with you one of our Christmas Eve services. On this Christmas Eve, we talked about Luke 2, 14, the angelic choir that sang out glory to God in the highest and on earth peace with those whom God is pleased. In this sermon today, we're going to talk about the greatest need that man has, and that's peace with God. And what we are going to see is that when we get the vertical peace right, we have peace with God. Then you know what that creates? An inward peace with ourselves. So many this Christmas season, they need peace with their past. They need peace with bad choices. They need peace with past regrets. Well, when you get the vertical peace right, you'll get the inward peace right. And do you know what that results in? An outward peace with others. When we get the vertical right, then my friends, we begin to get the horizontal right. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. I also want to encourage you to stay for the end of the broadcast for a special song led by one of our worship leaders, Kayla Davis. What a beautiful song called, O Come, All Ye Faithful. And if you enjoy what you hear, you can purchase this entire album by our worship team at Preaching Christ Church by visiting our website, our resource website, Awakened to grace.com. This is a project called Songs for a Savior, and many of your favorite Christmas songs will be on this album as worship to the Lord Jesus Christ. Check it out today, awakenedtograce.com. Click the store link and get Songs for a Savior. Well, let's go today, Luke chapter 2, verse 14. On this Christmas edition, of Awakened to Grace. Luke chapter 2, verse 14. I just want to share with you a couple of brief thoughts this Christmas Eve. And I am so appreciative that you have come out to worship the Lord on this Christmas Eve candlelight service. You know, it's rare that Christmas falls on a Sunday morning, as it will tomorrow. The next cycle is going to be interrupted with a leap year. Did you know that Christmas morning will not fall on another Sunday, I am told, until 2033? So tomorrow is our chance to worship the Lord on Christmas morning. What a special thing, right? In the house of the Lord. So if you are able, I invite you tomorrow morning. I'm in a very short series. I began last week. We're calling it the thrill of hope. And I started last week in Isaiah chapter 59. And we called it vertical hope. We talked about how every human being is hardwired for hope. It's how God has designed us. Tomorrow... I'm going to talk about eternal hope. I'm going to be in Isaiah 53.10. I'm going to break down that passage that says it was the will of the Lord to crush him, meaning Jesus. 
What does it mean? That it was the will of God to crush him. To stricken him with grief. We're going to break all of that down. And I'm telling you, it, we're going to go to Romans 8. And I'm going to show you some marvelous things in the scriptures tomorrow morning. We're going to talk about eternal hope. Tonight, part of this Thrill of Hope series, I just want to look at what perhaps may be the most famous song in all of history. This is a song that the angels sang the night that Christ was born. Many of us know this story well. The angels appeared to the shepherds who were keeping watch over their flock by night, right? We know that being a shepherd in Palestine at this time was the lowliest occupation that you could have. Isn't it something else that God chose to announce the most significant event in human history? He did not announce it to the palaces of Rome, or he didn't announce it to the governors or to the high and mighty of the day. He didn't go to King Herod or anyone else. He could have went to Egypt, to Rome, to Alexandria, but no. Who did he announce it to? The lowly. You know why? Because Christ always comes for the humble. Amen. The Bible says, James 4, 6, that God opposes the proud. And that's why when you and I detect pride in our hearts, pride in our lives, oh, we should immediately address it and get rid of it because God opposes the proud. Rather, He comes to the humble. He gives more grace, James 4, 6. He gives more grace to the humble. And so, a host of angels... I think it was as scripture says about angels, myriad upon myriad. What does that mean? That's the highest numeric value in the Greek language. It means tens upon tens upon tens of thousands of angels. I can't imagine what this heavenly choir must have looked like and sounded like as they burst through the sky. And what did they say? Verse 14. Glory to God in the highest And on earth, peace toward those with whom God is pleased. What a scripture for Christmas Eve. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace with those whom God is pleased. Let's just break this down for a few moments. Number one, if you're going to take notes, just note this. Glory to God. One commentator has said it so well. The problem with us in humanity is that rather than living to the glory of God, rather than giving our lives to the glory of God, rather than enjoying and being satisfied with the glory of God, you know what the problem is with us in humanity? Is that we are glory thieves. We love to steal God's glory. How do we do that? Well, if you are like me, let me tell you something. If I am not conscious of, if I'm not aware of, the very first thing I will think about when I wake up in the morning is guess who? Me. The very last thing I will think about when I go to bed is guess who? Me. 
And I can run down everything in my life from the things that I want and the things that I work for and materialism and the need to feel approval and the need to feel affirmed and the need to feel all of this and that. And listen, from everything that we struggle with, from jealousy to greed to lust to bitterness, all of these things that we wrestle with in our humanity, do you know what ultimately we are doing? We are glory thieves. We steal glory from God. That is the problem with us in our humanity. The fact is you and I were created for God. But who do we live for? Ourselves. Is that right or is that wrong? That's right. And when we do that. We rob God of His glory, and therefore what we rob is also ourselves because then we don't feel meaningful in life. We don't feel significance in life. We don't feel fulfilled in life. And then we look and we acquire all of these things and we obtain all the things that we work for and all the things we go after. And what do they do? They leave us feeling empty. Why? Because you and I were made for something so much more. We were made for the glory of God. And when I rob God of his glory, I'm also robbing myself of significance, of true joy, of real happiness. Does that make sense to everyone tonight? The glory of bread is that it satisfies our hunger. The glory of water is that it quenches our thirst. And the glory of God will satisfy your soul tonight. It will satisfy your life tonight. It will do for you what nothing else you've ever chased after in life can do for you. The problem is that we are glory thieves. We were made for God. But yet, rather than centering our lives... On the glory of God, we center our lives on ourselves, on our needs and our wants and our comforts. No, we are to center our lives on God's glory. Then look what he says. Peace. Peace on earth with those whom God is pleased. Who is it that God is pleased with? Those who live to his glory. Those who glorify God. Those who say, I'll take every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus. Those who will say, whether I eat or whether I drink or whatsoever things I do, I'll do to the glory of God. Those who will say, let my ambitions be to the glory of God. Let my will become God's will. Let my life be utterly for His glory. Those are the ones that God is pleased with. And what does God give those who He is pleased with? Peace. Let me finish with this. Oh, see, I told you it's going to be short. You should be impressed. I mean, I'm not finished yet, but we're, we're, we're working. Okay. If you're going to take notes, lastly, I want you to note this. Most of us focus on peace with others. You know, I do a world of counseling about, I believe... 240 
counseling sessions I've done this year alone in 52 weeks. I do a world of counseling. And do you know what the lion's share of my counseling involves? Conflict with others. Conflict with family members. Conflict in marriage. Conflict among siblings. Conflict in the workplace. Conflict in the church. Our lives often are filled with conflict with others. And what so many of us want, especially at the holidays, is peace with those who we love. And what we do is we focus on outward peace. But most of us have it in reverse. Most of us have the wrong view. Do you know where true peace is found? Peace is found vertical. Just like hope is found vertical. And see, watch this. When you get this right, when you begin to live for the glory of God, then you're not living for yourself. You're not living for your needs. You're not living for your wants. You're not self-centered any longer. Or at least you, you're fighting it better. <laughs> you move from you being the center to God being the center. And do you know what that creates? That creates vertical peace. That creates peace with God Almighty. And do you know what peace with God creates? Inward peace. And see, when I've got upward peace, that is creating inward peace. You know what the result of that is? Outward peace. Do you see the natural flow? But see, most of us, the only thing we focus on is outward peace. And then we can't get it. We can't grasp it. We can't obtain it. And we don't understand why. Do you know why? Because for most of us, the order is reversed. Once we get outward peace, then we say, oh, then I'll feel better within. Oh, then I'll be right with God. No, it's reversed. Tonight, if you need peace in your family, if you need peace in your life, don't seek the outward yet. No, get the order right. Begin to glorify. Live for the glory of God. And what will be the result? You'll know an upward peace that will create an inward peace. And the outflow, the result, the outcome will then be horizontal. Outward peace with others. We can never, whether it's hope or whether it's peace or whether it's glory, we'll never get the horizontal right until the vertical is right. Can we say amen tonight? Peace on earth. Peace in this lifetime. Not just peace in the by and by. Not just peace in eternity. Peace right now, today. Peace on earth with those whom God is pleased with. Let me ask you a question as I close. Is God pleased with you? Let's answer that with the Bible. Is God pleased with you? Let me tell you the best biblical answer. 2 Corinthians 5. I believe verse 10. Paul said, it is our aim 
that our lives please the Lord. Is that your aim tonight? Is that your focus in life? Or is your focus all outward? Is your focus all the exterior? Is your focus all horizontal? Or is your priority, is your focus vertical? Let me tell you, I promise you, based on the authority of God's Word, when you get the vertical right, the horizontal will begin to get right. But you can't reverse the order. So this Christmas Eve, do you need peace? I'm going to invite you to bow your heads, close your eyes. I don't know where you are in life. I don't know what you're seeking. I don't know what your focus is. I don't know what your priorities are. But I will encourage you in this. Live vertical. Set your aim vertically. Set your heart vertically. Paul said it like this. Setting our minds, setting our affections on things above, not on things on the earth. Why? Because if you live for things on the earth, you're going to forfeit things like God's glory, things like God's peace, things like God's hope, God's love. But if you set your mind, if you set your focus, if you set your priorities on things above, then God on the earth is going to give you His peace.
There are many different ways you can connect to Awaken to Grace in a more personal way. First, visit our website, awakentograce.com. Second, you can subscribe to our podcast, Awakened to Grace with Chad Roberts. Third, you can download our free mobile app. Simply search Awakened to Grace wherever you get your favorite apps. And lastly, send me an email directly. It's simply Pastor Chad Roberts at gmail.com.